Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois, and it's time for another live stream. Today is Monday, November 13th, 2023. Whoo, today, today was a busy morning. I was not intending it for to be this way, but uh, I finally got the runner's weekend from 2023 New York City Marathon out this morning. And also, I forgot that we had recorded this. This was before New York City Marathon, but I sat down with Thomas and Megan virtually to record an episode of The Drop. Always fun to be uh, in a conversation with them. Even nicer, maybe not always nicer, but it was nice this time that we could record it and put it on onto their podcast. So I'm kind of like double exposed today. So unintentional, but feels like it's been a very busy morning for me. And in third piece of news, it's not my news, but I thought I'd share it with you guys because I think you'd want to know it too. And it's kind of like, I, you know, I can always find a way to make it about me. Also today, I don't know if you guys saw that uh, Laura Green has merch coming out too. And she, because she's so smart, is a genius. Not, not, not only does she, is she doing pre-orders? So she has to worry about inventory numbers. She's also figured out international sh She's also figured out someone to do all the logistics and distribution for her. Uh, and she's doing it with Rabbit, the same company that I went with for my singlets. So, uh, you know, as always, whenever Laura Green does something, it means that I am about to learn a lot of things. So go check that out. I saw it. It looks great. I instantly ordered something at the moment I saw it because it looks so good. Not that I guess I don't, I don't think I needed to because it's a pre-order. It wasn't going to sell out, but. I want I, I wanted to be one of the first people to order it. So I did. So go check that out as well. And that's kind of related to the the real merch news that I want to talk about today. Not that it's real new. It's an update. But let's say hi to everyone first that's listening on the podcast. Welcome to you guys. Uh, I always appreciate you guys listening to this on your run or maybe on your commute. Uh, hopefully the drive home is going well. I think the weather's supposed to be nice today. So hope you're in for a nice smooth ride. And for everyone watching this later but not live, hope you're enjoying this. Um, the number one place to see shoe unboxings and talk about uh, running influencer merchandise, I guess. Is it the number one place to talk about running influencer merchandise? Influencer merchandise, no, but maybe running influencer merchandise. Maybe. Anyway, hopefully you're enjoying it and welcome. And you know what? For those of you who are not able to catch this live, those of you who listen to the audio only version or those of you who watch later but not live, I have to do a tally. I got to figure out how many of the pizza shirts are left. And then I, the reason I have to, say I have to figure out is because I don't have them. ASICs has them. And so I'm going to reach out to them, see how many are left. And then I'm going to figure out a way to distribute to you guys. I'll have to do something randomly um, in a way that doesn't feel like an Instagram scam. We'll figure something out. I want to make sure that some of you guys get the last remaining shirts. So we'll, we'll do all of that. All right. Let's see who we got in the chat here. Uh, Mixtape Tony says, I grabbed the PR in the Veterans Day 5K on Saturday with a 19.30 and first place overall. Nice work. And also, um, I just remembered, I meant to do it, but then um, I, I just lost track of time before it. I did take a picture of the shoe wall on the big camera. I will post it to the Kafuzi Run Club group. I have a feeling that Strava is going to do some nasty things to that. So maybe I'll also post it in the Discord if I could figure out how to do that. But I got to get it off that camera first and then put it on, and then I'll put it up 
in places where you guys can download it. So that you guys, I, I did take the picture. And that's why the desk is so clean right now. It's because I had to move everything. So that way I could take the picture and then come back. And we also got an unboxing today. Uh, you know, it's something that I think a lot of you guys will be excited about. Um, you know, it's, we're nearing the end of the year and uh, I'm gonna start putting together some of my top five lists. And I feel like this is a shoe that I'm not, I'm, uh, it's a shoe that I think a lot of you guys are like, or have been liking. I think a lot of you guys have been running in it, but I feel like I probably need to go for a test run in it so I can at least be conversant in it before I make my top five list. All right. Um, <laughs> Miguel says, do the tag two friends things for sure. I'll go first. I'm going to tag Kipchoge and Kiptum. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I get, you know what? Since I said something about that, I haven't been getting tagged in those kinds of contests anymore. I used to get tagged in those kinds of things all the time. And, you know, I see them. I see the tags. I'm not huge. I've got like 60,000 followers on on Instagram, which is a lot. I feel like that is a lot, but it's also not like, uh, you know, I, if you tag me, it's not completely anonymous. I'll probably see it. And so it just got super annoying. And maybe it's because I just started blocking people that did that. And maybe it was just like the same handful of people that were ruining it for everybody. But anyway, you know, um, Daniel Burton says, where's the massage ball? I don't know. I moved the table, things got shifted around. Also, here's the update for the, um, related to that is, um, my, I've been, I've been sending out the merch. So the first kind of like round of packages went out. I did as many as I could this morning. I think it auto generates emails for you guys. I dropped it off at the post office before my run today. I'll do some more this afternoon and this evening. I'll have another batch to go out tomorrow morning, but I got the New York City Marathon video done, the New York Runners Weekend video done, and now it's kind of back to like regular schedule of like video. So I should have more time to get to the packages. Hopefully it'll just go much faster than within the next day or two they'll go out is what I'm hoping. But with all that being said, everything's shifted around here in in the basement. And so like, I don't know where stuff is. Yeah, I actually don't know where the massage ball went. Um, uh, Adam says yesterday, an almost 10 year old boy ran 42:20 at my 10 K race trail with 600 feet of climbing at 5,600 feet. Whew. I'm going to do this. Yeah, that's the one I need. That's, that's pretty impressive. Um, hope the race went well overall. Adam. Kyle Patton says, Co, you should put together some top five with oddball superlatives, like top five pull tabs. Do we need that? That, that might be a better fit for, um, uh, for like um, Instagram. Now, I don't know if you guys know, noticed, um, but I've done a little bit of a tweak to kind of my social media posting. And um, I w I've, got, I've been going back and forth on this for a long time, but um, I've already had and you guys are watching right now the Kofuzi Run Club channel, which is where I host um, the live streams and interviews. And, um, you know, the clips that I've been making for this, from this, these um, live streams, I've been putting on the main Kofuzi channel as a way of hopefully driving more traffic back to this channel. But I feel like those kinds of videos are very different. And so, I mean, you guys understand me and you guys understand that like a runner can be goofy and serious 
uh, at the same, not at this, always at the same time, but like can have two sides. But I feel like for algorithm purposes and for new um, subscribers, it can be confusing, if not like jarring a little bit. So I've been putting all the unboxing shorts on the Kofuzi Run Club channel and leaving all the Kofuzi stuff on the Kofuzi channel. I think that will make more sense to a lot of people. I hate having two accounts, but I think that just is going to work better. And I've also done that. I've created a separate account, a Kofuzi Run Club Instagram account as well. And the same kind of division is going to happen over there. So I feel like that kind of fun stuff, I think will go well over there. Although every once in a while, I'll probably cross post and do like Kofuzi as a collaborator on the Kofuzi Run Club post for stuff that I think both sides will really like. Kind of like the morning routine ones that I think those are pretty funny. Or maybe I'll just leave them on the Kofuzi Run Club channel. I don't know. Sorry, it's boring like Instagram influencer stuff. You, don't, you guys don't want to know about that. Um, Kyle Patton says, top five shoes to run in when intending no less than four marathon shakeouts. Oh, that's a easy, that, that would be a fun one. Um, I've done that before in the, was it the Rebel that I, no, I did it in the Tracksmith Elliott. That wasn't, that was actually a pretty good one to do it. Four, yeah, four, four, it wasn't four shakeouts, but it was four runs in one day. All short, but like, I don't know. I've done it. And then I did the Nova Blast four. I think I've done it in the Nova Blast three. I don't know. That could be, it. that's a fun category. Um, all right. Cal Hong says the Kapuzi Run Club is for us unserious, serious runners. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a, just more a place where it could be, have more goofy stuff, you know? I mean, I'm not a comedy channel by any means, but like, I just feel like me, I mean, you guys have, if you guys have seen me get interviewed or even when I interview people a lot, I, a topic I frequently come back to is like, I don't understand like the bro-y like, like runner version of like runner Joe Rogan, like archetype that seems to be developing in the running influencer space. Like it's very strange to me because we all remember what the distance runners were like in high school. It was the goofy kids with long hair that tried to go really bad facial hair, but almost none of us could. We all wore the really short shorts and uh, we were just all the outcasts together, right? So I feel like that's what I'm trying to bring forward in the Kofuzi Run Club is like, keep running, running long distance running weird. I mean, it's not even keep running distance weird. It's like, stop hiding the fact that we're all goofballs. It's kind of what I'm going for with that. So that's kind of where I'm going for with the Kofuzi Run Club stuff. And then like, you know, the, the other, I guess, more produced stuff. Not that some of us aren't produced, but you know what I mean? I think that's kind of how I'm going to do it. Mm, Johnny Dodgen says, I appreciate you pinning my comment on the New York Runners Weekend YouTube. I'm also going to sit the whole family down and watch it after the run. I go, oh, awesome, Johnny. Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, that's fun. That's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, you guys have been posting some really nice comments uh, on some of the latest videos, and I, I really appreciate you guys. Mm. Um, All Heart Run Club says, great New York Weekend video, Mike. Freaking awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Raj Kumbar says, Yoko Fuzzy, fantastic runner's weekend. Congrats on the New York Time print. Sunday, November 5th, page 8. 
question. Will you use ketchup as fuel? <laughs> not a joke, thanks. Uh, I will absolutely not be using ketchup as fuel for two main reasons. The number one main reason is like, we are a huge ketchup lovers in this house and my kids often want me to pack them lunches where they might want to have some ketchup in their lunch. And so anytime I have extra ketchup packets, that's what I put in there. Cause I'd rather not send them with like a little Tupperware of ketchup. Cause that just always gets messy no matter how like watertight it is. So it's very valuable commodity in the school lunch packing sense. I mean, I don't know. I've never asked my kids if there's ketchup available to them at the lunchroom, but I always pack it for them if there's something that they're going to want to eat with ketchup. So that's one thing. It's too valuable to use elsewhere. And number two, um, I feel like what's funny, the funniest part about the Heinz like, ad campaign is that like people have been taking it so seriously that like nutritionists have had to respond. And so, like, I've heard uh, Featherston comment on it saying that, like, look, that ketchup is acidic and all that acid in your stomach is probably not a good idea. And then vomiting up a bunch of red ketchup is not going to be, is not going to make any medical tent um, volunteer happy. So there's one. And then uh, even Laura Green man to comment on it too uh and she made a reel about using ketchup uh as a hydration or nutrition and so like that it's it's definitely a terrible terrible idea um the packet size is convenient and the other like thing about it that i suppose is appealing is that like it's kind of free like you could like i guess go to like a restaurant that still has ketchup packets out and like grab a handful but i'm like i mean you're getting what you pay for on that one uh, <laughs> uh, all right paul public says i had a, a pb in the half marathon on saturday 136 15 here for the bell yes great job paul that's very fast uh and he says i'm here for the bell but also for tips workout race management etc to crush the end was cruising at 427 per kilometer but only 450s for the last 4k it's a puzzle that needs solving yeah so i mean either like um a half marathon it's probably not uh, a nutrition problem it could be you know if you're taking zero gels or if you're eating ketchup packets um along the way then having like a gel somewhere along the way is probably gonna do wonders for you um but probably it's going to be either like a fitness thing like you got to keep working to get stronger to maintain that or it's a pacing problem so we're, you know, if you were cruising at 427s and you didn't like being at 450s for the last 4K, which is a quarter of the race, right? If you think about it. So then like maybe your goal pace should have been closer to maybe like 435, 440, you know? And then rather than like dying at the end, then you can really push uh, for those last, last 4K instead. And really pushing would probably end up looking like maintaining speed you know so like that's something that i would think about like really you got to look at your training and like you know is it maybe you just needed a different day um and maybe the fitness is there maybe you needed a, a more favorable course something flatter or is 427 really the right pace for you you know so that's one way to look at it but also like you know you hit you hit you hit a pb on saturday so like you did a lot right so 
All right. Tails Emileto says, I'm happy I made it to a Kofuzi Runner's Weekend video. I was one of the thousand running at the Believe in the Run Shakeout with New Balance. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming out. Good to see you guys. You know, like it, I knew that it was going to be a big event. Uh, it went off much more smoothly than I anticipated. I thought that there was just going to be like a lot of honking and people yelling at us and stuff about like taking up too much space, but it seemed to go about as smoothly as a giant, a shakeout run of that size can go. Um, I had a great time seeing all you guys and it didn't, it wasn't until I did the, the time lapse of giving everyone a high five or trying to give everyone a high five that like, I really saw like just how many people were in that space at once. Uh, now that, that was really like really, uh, amazing for me to see. Um, all right. Mark says, we took family pictures of the weekend and we walked towards a very pine needle line trail. And I thought to myself, <laughs> this is where I did the tracks of it. <laughs> Those pine needle laden trails. That's what it was born on. But you know what? If you had the tracks with Elliot, you wouldn't, the, the pine needles would be redundant, you know, because <laughs> uh, that's what they're supposed to be. All right. Let me scroll down a little bit more, catch up with you guys. Uh, all right, Martha says, Kai, I asked this in your video comments. Do you know if the at-large runners who apply for the train to New York City with Believe in the Run are all East Coasters? Is that required? They are not all East Coasters. One of them is Catherine, 26.2, uh, Catherine. She actually lives out in the suburbs over here. And uh, we actually have never met in person. I yelled at her on the course and we kind of like have been interacting before, even before she became part of the train to New York City. Um, but like, uh, I, cause I've been following her for a while, uh, before then. And, um, yeah, she was the one that told me about the track that's out that, that one that I go to it's at, what's the college? It's a community college out here. I forget the track that I go to that's out here. She's the one that told me about it. I mean, I'd seen it. I'd driven past it before, but then I saw that she was on it one time. And then I asked her a question. I was like, tell me about this track. Is it easy to get onto? Is there fences that I have to hop? You know, so she she gave me the lowdown on that. And so they're not all from the East Coast. Um, I'm trying to think of where anyone else is from, but I'm not sure. Steve McKellar says, I think we should wear name tags at the next shakeout so we can recognize fellow Kofuzi Run Club members. Should we have name tags? Name tags where you just put your usernames on there? I feel like that's kind of fun. I like that idea a lot. Hmm. All right. Well, maybe, um, we haven't finalized it yet, but I'm talking with, uh, a brand for doing something at CIM and I feel like, I feel like we can get some name tags. I think that's a good idea. And Martha says name tags is a great idea. I think that'd be fun and you don't have to, but anyone that wants to, I just think that's a nice thing because it will be a not running event. You're like, it will, you know what I mean? So like, which, and I'm thinking like, should, do you guys want to do a shakeout too? Maybe we should do a shakeout too, but there's another non, there's going to be a non running event that we'll do at CIM. So don't book your flights. If your flights are booked, don't book them too early. You know, because we're going to want to hang out later. Mm. 
Leon M says, do you have any shoe recommendations similar to the Endorphin Speed 3? I got a gift card for a run shoe store. I want some new daily trainers similar to my Endorphin Speeds. Hmm, what are similar to the Endorphin Speed? I would say one, here's going to be an unpopular recommendation, but one that I think really works. Topo Cyclone 2. And if you've got a gift card, that might be a fun time to try something that you might not have tried before. So that'll be a fun one. Um, I would also look at the Deviate Nitro 2. Where is that shoe? I'm trying to think if I see it on my wall. Where is it? It's somewhere. Um, that's another one that I would look at. Um, let's see. What else is what else is out there that would be similar to the Endorphin Speed 3? I'll start with some of those. Mark Peterson says, I think I would have recognized a lot more people at CIM last year with name tags. Although the rain at the shakeout would have ruined all of them. Man, I, we were just talking about that. Um, it rained so hard. last. Remember, it rained so hard last year. And then like 15 minutes after the shakeout, it stopped raining. Do you remember that? But you know what? What was nice is that like there was all those tents they had set up for like the next day. But no one was like in there or using them. So we all kind of hid underneath the tent and hung out. That was kind of fun. Um, Alf Dickinson says, oh man, did you do the wall screenshot at the start? I didn't do it at the start, but I took a, a like a picture picture. Um, so it'll be nicer quality than like taking a screenshot of a live stream, hopefully. And so we'll, uh, we'll do that. And then you guys can always like zoom in or out on it as you need to, if you want to actually use it as a background. But yeah, I'll do that. All right. Eliza says box, box, box. Guys, I have two boxes here. I have a feeling you're going to want to look at this other one. But I do got to eventually get to the other one too. Here we go. It's another box. Something that I ordered myself. Usually their boxes are a little easier to open. Here we go. Another orange box. And today we're going to take a look at Vaporfly 3. This is a very lightweight shoe, and it's even got like the in cardboard insert in here. But man, this is really lightweight. Um, I ran in the Vaporfly two. I've, I only tested the Vaporfly two on like one little mini test run. I'll probably do something very similar to this one. Um, I wanted. I, I saw that it was in stock back when I was ordering the Vomero seventeen. Um, I saw that this one was in stock still, and I was like, ah, I should probably pick one up while they're available if i try to wait till later it might be close to another marathon time and who knows what happens with inventory so i picked up one up while i had the chance i was gonna wait to actually run in this until i got the alpha fly three um but i was like you know what i should probably run in it at least once before i put my top five list together for the end of the year so we'll do that um the zoom x reminds me more of like uh the original four percent zoom x it's got that kind of like weird almost like a film on top of the foam that uh it feels kind of old school um oh, i like what they're doing down here it says zoom x rubber and then fly plate uh 62.9 grams for the zoom x 23 grams for the rubber and 18 grams for the fly plate you can see the fly plate in here and then this upper, really nice and airy. I forgot that they still do this, like the off-center lacing. But yeah, strong smell. Very strong, um, plasticky 
smell and super lightweight. So I think these will be fun. Maybe I'll take them to the track. Kyle Pat wants to know how they taste. You really want to eat these? It just, it, the smell is very strong. It's just, it's not an appetizing smell. Very breathable though. This is one of the most breathable uppers that I've come across this year, maybe. Tastes like rubber. <laughs> Does not taste good. Just so you know. Uh, Eric says, it smells like VOCs in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, I think I just gave myself COVID. <laughs> uh, Stega Dreamcast says, I found a pair of Vaporfly 4% at a thrift shop in London Marathon colorway over the weekend. It doesn't fit me. Wrote for $7. It might be a conversation piece for any running near that, that visit. That's pretty funny. $7? Wow. What's the London Marathon colorway? I don't think I... Look that one. No, that I don't think I know what that one looks like. And Eliza says the bottom seems so smooth. It it kind of does. It doesn't feel like it's as grippy as Vaporfly two, and certainly not as grippy as Vaporfly one. But no one's complained about. I mean, I don't really read reviews on the Vaporflies, but it doesn't seem like people are complaining about it being slippery. I mean, I think it'll be fine. But then again, it's so hard to tell sometimes. When people were like, man, I'm looking at that outsole and it looks like it's going to be slippery. I'm like, how can you tell? Like, I look at the on Cloudboom Echo 3 and it looks like it might be a little bit slippery. The lugs aren't that deep and it kind of is. I look at the Rocket X, what is it? The Rocket X2 and I'm like, oh, that one's going to be a lot of grip. But that shoe is one of the slipperiest shoes I run in all year. And then things like the Audios Pro One, which is like a slick of rubber on the outsole, that one was great. So I don't, I don't even know how to tell. All right, PFC Manor says, "Yo, what's going on, everyone? Five K challenge week thirty complete. Let's ring the bell. Great job, thirty weeks in." So is it thirty weeks? When did you start? I feel like are we only we're more than thirty weeks into the year, aren't we? When you, and then you must have started it late later, huh? Mm. Cosmic Pineal Michael says the Vaporfly three looks way better than the Vaporfly two, which had that very pointy heel and looked kind of alien. They all look kind of alien. I think that's the thing. I mean, it's a beautiful design. And it's been a shoe that's been performing well for some of the pros. So it'll be interesting to see how it does. Affluent Journey says, I want those black ones to go on sale. I do like this color. The black, and is it like a, it's almost like a rose gold on the outside? No. All right. Jared Kano says, shorts recommendations, pockets and liner required. After looking at some race picks, I realized half tights don't always look great on me. LOL. Uh, I think it depends on the length that you're looking for. One of my absolute favorites right now, I don't know if they still have them in stock. Bandit makes a pair. The one that I have, it's like a blue color, a little bit of ombre, but it's like a five inch short. They call it a five inch short, but it feels like a four inch short. And there's a really good liner on it that still feels great even in hot, hot summer, but 
also can fit a phone in the side pocket. That's my favorite like two-in-one like liner in pockets. And I'm assuming by liner, you mean like two-in-ones where the liner's longer or you just want lined shorts with pockets. Because then Rabbit makes some good ones that have lots of pockets um, that I think could work for you as well. Like I would look at the trail series. The trail ones usually are better suited for pockets from Rabbit than are those like the regular road ones. So those are some that I would look at too. All right. Aman Marfatia says, for Adidas, what's the difference between the Adizera and the Duramo line of shoes? They're both, are they both good? Because I'm seeing Adidas Duramo SL and the Adizero SL shoes. Yeah, uh, I'm not that familiar with Duramo. Uh, the only time I've ever seen it online or in person was at the Adidas Clubhouse in New York. Um, I get the sense from the way that people responded to my surprise at seeing those shoes, that this is a line of shoes that has existed in European or non-US markets for a very long time. And I also get the sense that maybe it is kind of like a, a more budget uh, oriented tier of shoes compared to more like the flagships, which the Adizero would tend to be flagship. But I will say it depends on what Adizero used to be only reserved for their top tier performance line. Like there's Adizero soccer cleats, there's Adizero football cleats, there's Adizero like racing running shoes. But now Adizero, at least in the running line, there's an entire lineup from race day to easy day. So it just they're becoming less meaningful as terms at this point, um, except for the fact that the Duramo, I don't know if it's even sold in the US. Maybe, it, I don't know, Not a, it's not a running specialty. So I don't, I'm afraid I don't know that much, but I, I think I've told you everything that I know about Duramo at this point. Mm. <laughs> Ines says, I just tuned in. Should I be worried that Mike is sniffing shoes? You know, I'm testing the breathability. I do it for you guys. You know, breathability is always a question. People always want to know how breathable is that shoe. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just giving the people what they want. <laughs> Phil Ortman says, instead of getting shorts with liners in them, I prefer BYOL, bring your own liner. I can go both ways. Um, the ones, the only ones that I tend to really enjoy that don't have a liner in it are the Path Projects ones because they're built that way. You can buy like their running underwear or bring your own running underwear. And then you have like a shell that goes on top of your underwear. Um, and those also have really good pockets. Um, and they're usually in the five inch variety. And so those are some really good ones too. Um, if you're want to go like the underwear or running underwear and then shorts on top, you know, Kyle says, here's the shorts challenge shorts with a liner built for big boonies. I got some cake and I don't want it falling out. <laughs> I just love, this is the funniest question. Uh, I don't know. I got a little tiny butt, I guess. I've always been that way. I'm not going to be the best one to ask for that one. I would refer that question to some of my bigger, taller friends. Um, like Herm or Drew, they're they're bigger dudes than I am. So they, I, I will defer to those guys. I know Herm likes, the, likes Adidas for most of his apparel. Um, so... Uh, and like 
you know, also one of my friends, Martinez, Martinez Evans, 300 pounds and running on Instagram. He says that Adidas usually does a really good job of catering to the big guys. So that'd be one way to look. That I think that's where I would start. I would look at some of the Adidas stuff. Yeah, Kyle says, yep, Herm says the Adidas ones are good. It's going to order some of those, I think. Uh, see, I go with that. <laughs> Aaron Prima says, my tiny butt. TV76 says, I've got a tiny butt. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. And it says, apparently my speed goat fives are nearly at 400 miles. I was planning on retiring them soon. I don't want to run them until they have gone too far like I normally do. How do the rest of you manage this? It's mm, a good question. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that like, if you are like, hmm, these shoes are going to go soon, I would start doing my shopping. And then, you know, now it's a pretty good time to be ordering some shoes. We're getting into like the whole like holiday shopping season. Black Friday's coming up in a couple weeks. Not that running shoes go on huge discount typically, but you might be able to find some deals. I've been getting some emails. Uh, my inbox is getting slammed with them. Like Kraft just sent out an email today. Asics sent out an email. Was it, was it Fleet Feet? Was it Running Warehouse? I got an email from one of the running shoe stores about, you know, discounts. So like now's a pretty good time to start looking. And then you can kind of buy when you're ready instead of like, oof, yeah, I can't keep running on these anymore. And then I have to rush to buy, you know. That's how I would manage it. Mm. Oh, Scott Hilton says, you know, if you were... If, if you are interested in getting another one, Scott Hilton says, REI has been putting some Speedgoat 5 colorways on sale in store. Do they have REIs in, in Scotland? I wonder. Mm. Phil Hartman says, sounds like an opportunity to create shorts for a niche market called cakewalks. <laughs> Oh, man. Now I get why your size is saying cupcake. All right. That's so funny. Uh, Daniel Burton says, Cyber Monday has great deals at Running Warehouse. Oh, do they? Okay. Maybe I should have waited before I bought all these Nike shoes because I haven't even run in them yet. I haven't even ran in the Valmero 17 yet. I've just been so busy with trying to get the merch together, trying to get these latest videos out. Man, they just became giant projects. And then now I'm just like coming up, finally coming up for air. And I'm like, ooh, I got to get the, I think the next video that's going to come out is going to be, I don't know if it's going to be the supernova. Maybe it might be the cloud eclipse. I got to figure out which, is, is the cloud, is the on cloud eclipse out? Is that for sale already? Are people buying it or does that not come out till later? I don't remember. Cause like the supernova rise doesn't come out till December one. So I got, I can kind of wait, but I'll probably do that within the next, you know, week and a half or so before Thanksgiving. And then, well, here's the thing. So I got a, I got a review on cloud eclipse, Fumero 17, and then supernova rise. 
And then I think once I have those out, those are like the rest of the shoes that I really need to review for the rest of the year. And then I could start doing, I think I am going to do a holiday gift guide for runners. Kind of my usual thing. Here's a couple of guides at a couple of, here's a couple of different recommendations, at a couple of different price points and stuff that doesn't require knowing anyone's shoe size kind of thing. So I might do that. Um, I'll have that come out like Thanksgiving week. And then after that, I'll try to do the top fives and that'll get us close to the end of the year. Because then there's also going to be the running event. So there'll be another runner's weekend in Austin. And then I'll be in Sacramento. So that's pretty much it. Like My content calendar, is, I guess, is kind of full for the rest of the year. Excuse me. I'm burping on the microphones again. Um, but yeah, so I got to figure all that out. But I should have waited. Probably could have saved some bucks. Uh, Sarah A says, Hi, Co. Finally made it to the live. I'm getting married next year in New York City on the day of the marathon. If I tag New York runners and photos, do you think that could be a scheme for guaranteed entry? LOL. I'm not sure. It might be for the next year. Um, if you like get married and running, like if you have like, maybe you take a photo, but even then they'll probably just like be like, like, and then nothing else. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that's pretty brave, Sarah, to get married in New York on marathon weekend. I, you know, what's funny. Um, there was a, when I was in Chamonix at the finish line, right at the finish line where it's like just crowd like it's a, like a crush of people deep at like near the finish line right at the finish line on like the right hand side if you're looking at the finish there is like a hotel slash like banquet hall and like as like the pros were finishing um at utmb it was like during the day you know or like getting into the evening um there was a wedding that like people like came out of the church after they got married it wasn't a church or like came out of the like in the reception hall and i was just like oh, do you think they knew they must have known they must be like runners too but i'm like if you were runners why would you do that because then you can't watch any of the races especially if your friends are running then you can't see them or you have to make your friends go all the way to chamonix and not run so I was like, I, I don't know. Or do you just like book the wedding and you're like, I don't know why hotels are so expensive this week. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. That seems like, ah, oh, it seems like a lot. Best wishes for you, Sarah. Congratulations on your engagement. Mm, James Ford says, are you buying into the super daily trainers, the plate choose original reality, the plates for the race speed days? Um, so I know Believe in the Run loves to use, and we never talked about this. I never talked about this with them. I know they love the term super stack, but I don't like the term at all. Um, and uh, I also feel like we already had a term for those shoes and we called them speed day shoes or workout shoes, session shoes, right? So it used to be, we had like our daily, like Max Cushion, Daily Trainer, Speed, Race. And that's, those are the categories that I'm gonna be using. So like, um, if, I, I actually don't have like a philosophical preference one way or the other for plates. I don't like when people are like plated shoes are bad for you and all this stuff. I'm just like, I think, I think we're missing the point here. I think we're missing the point of what we're actually trying to 
to talk about is what does the shoe feel like, right? And so for a lot of times, a plate in the shoe was a nice shorthand or euphemism for a shoe that's aggressive and meant for someone that's going to be on their toes and running faster and not something that you use for every day. And so, but now that they're putting plates in all sorts of kind of shoes from everything from like the Bondi X to like um, Deviate Nitro 2, which is kind of a speed issue, kind of an everyday shoe, um, even like the Deviate Nitro 1, like those shoes, like they have plated elements in there or like the SE Trainer version 2, but it doesn't mean the shorthand no longer applies, right? And so now we have to be like, well, how do we categorize these? And so you can categorize them as like super stack or the super trainers if you want. But it, I, to me, that's as useful as categorizing shoes by color. You know, it's just like, it, 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 what, what we're really trying to get to is like you categorize shoes by like what they do. And um, like the carbon plate is just an element that changes either the rigidity or the responsiveness, but it also works as part of the system with the foams too. And so like, I feel like, you know, when we focus too much on the carbon plate, it's kind of like, like the myriad number of people who have been like commenting on the Nova Blast 4 and are like, I wonder if the rubber's okay. And I'm like, there's a whole, it's a whole shoe. And also I've never had problems with the outsoles. But it's like we're over-focusing on one little element of it and missing the rest of the shoe for, for what it is. So I feel like I don't actually care if there's a plate. Like I don't, it's not a, it's not something that excites me or, or that makes me angry when it's in there. I want to know how does it fit in the system and what does the whole system feel, feel like, you know? So like, I'm, I guess plate agnostic is, is the best way that I can put it, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, that was my little rant for the day, I guess. Um, let's see. Adam Cheney says, Hey, I joined a little late. What's the big update on the merch? It's not a big update. Just letting people know that some of them started to go out the, the latest singlets. And then, uh, I'll get to the rest of them hopefully today, if not today, like, so like I'll get to them today. So they'll go out first thing tomorrow which is Tuesday. And then hopefully by Wednesday at the latest is when the, the last remaining ones will go out. All everything's sold out except for some women's small women's small are remaining, but everything else sold out pretty fast, which I'm very surprised about uh, and appreciative for you guys. But I'm also like looking at the piles of stuff over there and I'm like, Oh, I got a lot of packages to, to get filled. And I do think, I do think that there should be enough koozies for everybody too. I've been signing them. Uh, with some Sharpie on the back, but like sh signing a, sh a koozie is not the most elegant thing. So I did my best guys. I'm doing my best. So, yeah. Um, Brian Albrecht says, Co, any tips for planning training through a real winter, more weight room time more easy running? Um, great question. I think it depends on what, like, what's the goal? Like, do you have a race coming up? So I have a race coming up in January, the Houston half. So like, I'll be training, but it won't be like the hardest part of the winter up here for a lot of that training. Um, so like, you know, I won't have to do too much adjusting. I also really enjoy running in the cold. Now, like when I was getting ready for Tokyo Marathon, that was a lot of doing training in like the, like the worst parts of winter. The parts where it's like, it's not even snowing that much anymore. It's just like cold for no reason, you know, that kind of winter. 
Um, that was hard, but like, you know, that's maybe one of the reasons why I like training by effort so much is because like, yeah, I'm wearing like four times the amount of clothes that I normally would uh, during a workout and traction isn't always that great. So I'm not going to care as much about the paces as long as I'm putting in work, like the right effort level, then I feel okay about it. Um, so that's something I try to do. If the weather's so inclement that you can't, uh, even do that, then I would say like, you know, treadmill is going to be your best friend, uh, and figure out some workouts that you can do on that to make it more enjoyable. If you really don't like the treadmill and like, or I'll, I'll do it for workouts, then, you know, you can cross train with a lot of bike. Um, but I would also say, again, it depends on like when your next race is right. So like it previously, well, I wasn't doing a lot of racing in the spring, so the winter was just like, just run to enjoy it. And it was like my lowest mileage period in terms of weekly mileage for the for the, the year. And I would be happy if I got like, you know, re these days I'm getting like about 60 miles per week. Um, and that's kind of on the medium to almost kind of, you know, I'm on the, on the medium side for me. Um, but it used to be like my um, like peak marathon mileage, uh, 60 to 65. Um, and then in the winters back then when I was running like peaking at 60 to 65, um, my winter mileage would be like 35 to 40 for a week. And I was like, that's great. I'm just running to stay fit through the winter. So I don't hibernate like a bear. And then when the spring hits, I'm ready to go, you know? So that's kind of how I would approach it uh, a couple of different ways. Hmm. All right. Red Steven says, any trail shoe suggestions for flat trails with lots of roots? Been looking at Craft Norlight Ultra, but want some other recommendations if possible. Hmm. Flat trails with lots of roots. I'm not sure how to approach that one. Would you want something softer or something more firm? If you want something softer than like the Norlight Ultra, then um, I would look at like the um, Trabuco Max too. That one's a lot of fun. It's got a decent amount of grip on it. The lugs are spaced wide apart, so it might fit around like the contours of a root really well. Um, so that could be one. But if you think that the better way to go about it is to get something with more like teeth, then something like the, um, I think like the Solomon Thundercross could be a really fun one. It's got pretty deep lugs, lots of space in between the lugs too, and the lugs are pretty firm. Um, but it's also like pretty chill. So like that's uh, something that can go with flat root, flat trails with lots of roots. So those will be kind of like two ways to look at it, depending on what, what you think you want underfoot um, lug wise. But I have to say, I mean, this may be a little bit beyond my area of expertise, this level of specificity in a trail running shoe. Mm. PK says, I've been accused of being an off-brand Kofuzi. <laughs> and he says, I couldn't be more proud of this compliment. All right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That sounds pretty fun. Uh, all right. Eric Vensky says, what's going on? Late to the party today. But I set a big 50-mile PR this weekend at Stone Mill coming in at 10 hours and 38 minutes. 50K PR in there too at 546. What a great day. That is amazing, Eric can't even imagine running that long. That 
seems like such a long time. <laughs> um, 546 for the 50K as well. Nice and speedy. Nice. Kyle Patton says, is the Supernova Rise P-backs? That's a good question. I actually don't know. Um, a lot of people were telling me that they were excited that it's a Piba foam. And um, that's different information than what I have. I'm not saying that that's wrong. But the information that I have from Adidas is that it is a super critical foam intended to give a Light Strike Pro-like experience. Um, so like that, tell, and it's 20% bio-based as well. So I'm actually wondering if it's like the same kind of, I, at, at this point, I'm like, is this just the same foam that's in the Nova Blast 4, Supernova, Rise, Hoka, Clifton 9, and 1080 version 13? They all feel pretty similar to me. The way that they're shaped, their geometries, their rockers, their stack heights all make them feel pretty different to me. But the foams themselves, I'm like, mm. these are all pretty close this year. So I feel like I'm wondering if it's just the same foam. But um, yeah, I, my, my information says that it's just a super critical foam and that I don't have any further specificity on that. I haven't followed up to ask. Maybe the person that's reporting that has asked. But I also feel like if that it were PIBA based, even a portion of it, that'd be like, highlight fact number one in the spec sheet and on my spec sheet that i have it's not listed anywhere I'll, i mean i'll before i put the review out i will definitely reread re it three four more times just to make sure but i don't have i can't confirm or deny it but that's not but i definitely can't confirm it <laughs> uh, does that make sense okay mm. Luis says, Kapuzas have been posting on the Discord some really good shoe sales. Wouldn't mind more people sharing this great deals. Well, that's a good idea. Good job, guys. You guys are... You know what? To the guys that are running the Discord and moderating over there, they're doing such a good job. Oh, don't forget. It's not too late. I think we could still sign up. There's a gift exchange that you can sign up for on the Discord as well. I got to take a look at it. I've just been buried, but I'll take a look at that today again. Will Willing says, is there a half marathon in New York City that gives a similar experience as the marathon? There is a New York City half. Tommy Runs ran it this year. He ran it in a button-up tracksmith polo shirt. And he said that it was so cold that all the snot that came out of his nose froze to his face. It was very, very cold. It's early. I think it's before Boston in New York. So it's, a, it's usually a cold race. So I don't think it quite gives the same experience, but it's run by New York Roadrunners. A lot of people run it. I mean, that's probably the closest. Jared Crano says, Cole, will you be hosting a Houston shakeout? I'll be doing the marathon. Uh, I'm thinking about it. Uh, I, I mean, the other times that I've done an event in Houston, it's been really informal. We just meet in front of that one place that has the bathrooms by the river. I think you guys call it a lake. We just meet there and we run along the river for a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't, 
since I'm racing, I'm not really planning on doing something very structured and organized. So if people just want to hang out and like get a couple miles in, then that's probably more along the lines of what it's going to look like. Houston's going to be pretty low key for me because I'm trying to run on that one, you know. And Sarah, 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 hey, following up on getting married, New York City Marathon weekend, she goes, thank you. Uh, we, we we did know about the race. Uh, we're having a small amount of people and things are happening below Central Park and hoping to run the 5k the day before. There you go. You know what you would definitely get onto? I feel like you would definitely get onto their Instagram feed, though, if you ran with like a veil, maybe like a bride sash, you know what I mean? Like something like that. Like, I feel like that would definitely be a picture that would make it to their Instagram feed. I don't know that'll get you <laughs> entry for next year, though. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, what else we got here? Let's do a couple more. And then I get, oh, we look at that. It's already 52 minutes into this. Um, Calvin says, yeah, I'm still waiting for my A6 pizza t-shirt. You know what? I didn't even send your last week's winners. I didn't send the names along. Here, here, and that's my fault. Um, you guys were really good about getting me your addresses and stuff, but um, I didn't send those. But like everyone that's in charge of sending those was at New York Marathon last week, so like we're all we're all just swamped. So that's that's why there's a delay on getting those pizza shirts out. Sorry. Sean Doolin says, am I going to restock again? No, that's going to be the last restock for these. And then I won't, you know, like just so for the, for the people that bought them, it's not like I'm going to make a different singlet. So that's going to be the club singlet for a while. Um, there will be, I've been telling people that have been messaging me about it uh, on Instagram. There will be different Kofuzi merch early 2024. So that's coming. Um, but unfortunately, that's going to be it. Um, we'll see if there's any extra koozies left over. Maybe I get everyone some koozies. Mm. All right, let's do uh, let's do one more. Uh, Daniel Burton says, "Is there another box? There is another box, but I think we'll save that for another day. Um, uh, because we're getting close to the end here. Um." Yeah, it's the one. Remember, it's the one that we keep not picking, and I feel bad about it at this point because now I just feel like it's like the the untouchable box, and it's all all the way over there. I didn't leave it close to this desk anyway. Um, but remember, that one day I was like, "You guys can pick one of the two. We never and we never got to the second one. It's still over there, and I probably should open it soon because I, I I'm definitely gonna want that soon because I think I know what's in there. I'm definitely gonna want that soon." Stevie 76 says the river in, in Houston is a bayou. What is it called? That river that runs through Houston? It you got you it's called the lake, right? Or is am I confusing it with Austin? Austin also has a river running through it that they call Lady Bird Lake for no reason. But I thought in Houston the who who knows? Who's who's here from Houston? Hmm. 
And uh, Bishan Mom says, and she might be right on this one. The Brooklyn half is probably the closest in energy to like the New York Marathon that New York provides in a half marathon format. The thing is, though, a large part of that course, there is not a lot of crowd support. So that's one thing. It does end in Coney Island, which is super fun. And then the year uh, that I watched it, um, the after party is open to like everybody. So I was able to get in there. And it's inside like the, um, I don't know what the minor league baseball team, it's inside the stadium. So you're just hanging out like on the infield of a baseball stadium, which is kind of fun. It was super hot that year. Uh, I'm guessing it's super hot every year, but that was a fun one. I did enjoy watching that race. It's a, it's really spectator, spectator friendly too. All right. Um, I think that's going to be a good place to end it for today, guys. Uh, tomorrow, maybe we'll... Tomorrow, I'll have a follow-up answer on the body of water that's in Houston. I'm going to go Google that. And then uh, we'll get to the untouchable box. We'll do that other one that's over there. So um, that'll be tomorrow. So until, you, until I see you then, guys, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.